magnified through the moving of the Holy Spirit. Now that's an incredible desire, isn't it? So it's with great pleasure that I welcome Adam to minister to us this morning. Please welcome him. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, there was something really breaking out towards the end of the worship this morning. I don't want to really sort of break that because there's something was, I just, it was a little bit tough at the beginning, but something started to break. And there's a real tangible, thick presence here right now. So as we're flowing in this, I just don't want to break any flow. Just like us to just keep our eyes on Jesus and start praying in the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, guys. Let's participate in this because Jesus is here right now. The presence of God is here. I thank you, Father. Oh, I thank you, Lord God, for your tangible presence here right now. We thank you, Lord God, this morning is a divine appointment. It's your divine appointment. And Father, right now, we just thank you, Lord God, that there's an open heaven here. And we just decree right now, in the name of Jesus, angels ascending and descending, ushering in the glory of heaven, ushering in the testimony of Jesus Christ, the spirit of prophecy. Father, we just thank you, Lord God. We give you glory in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord. There's angels here. There's more. Oh, Oh, hallelujah. There's a lot more going on in the room than what we can see with our naked eye. There's angels here. There's ministering angels, warring angels, guardian angels. And the glory of heaven is ushering that in. And as you tap into the revelation of Jesus Christ, as you tap into the revelatory realm of the finished work of the cross and who we are and what we are in Christ, oh, all that does is just release heaven. Revelation brings liberation. Liberation gives us the ability to take our inheritance. And our inheritance is that we are sons and daughters of the Most High God. And we are inheritance oh, of God. <laughs> he is in us. We are in Him. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. God wants an army to walk in this revelatory realm of who we are in Christ, our inheritance. We've been raised up with Christ, seated in heavenly places. And God wants us to prophesy with our spiritual eyes open. He wants us to see, oh, see the promises and the riches of heaven. Oh, Jesus Christ isn't a part of our life. He is our life. And God wants us to start understanding and asking for a deeper revelation of who He is so He can be in us. He's actually in us and overflowing out of us. He's no longer part of us. He's no longer just there on Sundays. We're walking in it. There's some people here, their lives are never going to be the same after today. Because God wants you to walk in the victory. 
He wants you to walk into the realm where you are stargates, you are portals of heaven. He wants you to walk in that. And with the revelation of who the Father is and the Son and the Holy Spirit, He wants us to walk in that. And as we're walking in this realm here, in the physical realm, there's a spiritual realm where the Holy Spirit is right now because you've been poured out over the earth. And as we're walking in this realm, we are stargates and God wants us to start prophesying. We are stargates and with the revelation of who He is, creative miracles can come out of our mouth because the creative miracles are already there because of the finished work of the cross. The creative miracles are already there. There's a storehouse of miracles. There's a storehouse for you. <laughs> you know, if a stranger comes into your house and helps themselves to the fridge, you'd shut him down. But if your son and daughter helps himself to the fresh, you won't say anything. You won't even just, it's just, a, it's just natural for you to say nothing because he's entitled to take whatever he wants. And that's what we are. We are sons and daughters of the Most High God. And we are entitled to just go into the heavenly realms and the secret places and take our inheritance because it's a free gift. It's not a blab and grab, it's an inheritance. Ha 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 and Father, right now, I thank you, Lord God, that every mind here is focusing on you, Lord Jesus. Right now, I thank you for full attention. I come against any distractions. I thank you, Lord, that the enemy is like a grasshopper. We have authority to trample on these things. And I thank you, Lord God, there's full focus, there's streamlined focus in this place for the glory of God. As we're flowing in this, because I'm not going to go deep into the dream teaching or anything like that today, but uh, I just thought I might do a couple of demonstrations. We're just going to keep focusing and being in that presence because there's a wonderful presence here right now. Oh. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh. I'm just getting whacked here. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. Forgive me if I slur my words. If the laughing offends you, I have no apologies. <laughs> I know it happens when I'm not here, but sometimes we go to the different places and it just breaks out. It's a wine of heaven. And I said this before, there's many people in hell screaming and crying, but in heaven there's a lot of laughter and joy. And when heaven 
meets earth when there's a full merger of heaven it breaks out a lot of joy it's actually in us already but when there's a manifestation of it that's what i'm saying there's a manifestation of heaven there's a lot of joy and somebody when adrian and i we travel the world and somebody wrote to us and said look adrian your teaching is awesome uh, but i'm concerned about that adam That laughter is totally irrelevant to the Lord. <laughs> I said, okay, well, just write back and tell her to be miserable. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is, uh, I like to pray for this lady here, because I actually, I don't believe we met. Have we met before? I saw you in a vision yesterday. And uh, before you come up, because you've got to fasten your seatbelt. <laughs> because I had a vision of you yesterday. And I saw ice around you. And the ice was melting away from you. And, I, and the, the interpretation, I saw you. I saw the red top as well. And the Lord has shown me that uh, there's been a lot of hardened hearts around you. People have been parting hate and not love. Does that make sense? And it's been really, it's, you have got a broken heart over that. And it's, it's, it's almost destroyed your soul. But God is actually going to spiritually heal you and deliver you today. Because as the enemy has, has, has came in over the wall and, to try to, and actually has destroyed some of your family. Does that make sense? And there's been a lot of tears and agonizing. You've been crying. I see a vision right now of you with angels around you. But there's tears crying face down in the bed and there's angels around you and god is actually setting you free today i saw this in a vision it was a i i, I see this these things i'm getting stuff now as i'm talking to you and i'll explain a bit what's happening later and um i saw yesterday ice melting away it's like a block of ice and that love has grown cold in the past when you were younger Love around you has grown cold, but now God is going to bring you deep into the revelation of the heart of the Father and the love of God. And, and these things are going to be set, completely set free off you. You're going to be completely delivered today. Hallelujah. Does a lot of that stuff make sense? I've never met you before. Thank you, Jesus. What are we going to do? I'm just going to... I really appreciate you continuing with that. That's really good there. I'm just going to stand back a little. What I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you to come up the front because the glory of heaven is so strong here. And we're going to need probably a catcher. But as you come up the front, you're going to feel yourself stepping into the fullness. There it is. There it is. You're in the fullness of the pillar of fire right now. There's a pillar of fire here right now. You're getting set free as you speak. I'm not even going to lay hands on you. But the pillar of fire here is, and there's a delivering angel that ushers in Isaiah 61. He came to set the captives free. The delivering power of the Lord Jesus Christ is upon you right now. There it is. Father, we thank you, Lord, that through visions right now you're releasing 
Lord, your revelation, and you're releasing this woman into the fullness of God, the fullness of the deity, the Godhead dwelling in bodily form is dispatched into this woman right now as a reality and a manifestation. And right now, I just thank you right now. There it is. It's going right through you. If we can have one of the sisters to help us out here, just continue praying. There's something, there's an angel doing supernatural surgery here right now. It's still happening. Just, Just relax. God's doing a good work. We just prophesy right now through her mind, streamlined thoughts, the mind of Christ pointing to Jesus Christ, the revelation of Jesus Christ. We come against all the old religious ways of thinking that's been imparted, the old way of teaching. We just thank you, Lord, a new mind skin. I call it a mind skin. Uh. (laughs) Just fill out that mind skin with wine, Father. Just bring into that liberty. Yeah, I'm just going to do one demonstration of a dream because I'm not going to focus on dreams today too much. But we're going to, at the end of the, well, I've got some things to say, but at the end we're going to do some ministry. I'm going to call some things out, people out. Uh, people are going to get set free. I'm going to impart into some of you. Oh, there's a lot of angels here right now. There's an open heaven. Now, what I want is, is just going to do a demonstration of a dream. Now, a short dream is very good for public demonstration, okay? And a short dream doesn't go for 10 minutes. A short dream goes for 30 seconds. And I just want to do some just demonstration of how God can speak to us in dreams. Some people probably thought in the past, hey, this is really weird, this dream stuff. I've even been called a heretic by pastors, and that's okay. Um, but God speaks to us through dreams and visions as it plays a big part of an outpouring because sons and daughters will prophesy. Old men will dream dreams, young men will see visions. And all throughout the gospel and the Old Testament, God speaks to us through dreams. And let me tell you something, dreams and visions is not an end in itself. Dreams and visions is not an end in itself. The end, of, the end of itself is Jesus Christ. Dreams and visions is a means to an end. And all it does is unveil revelation. There's mysteries. And when you go deeper into God and soaking, the mysteries no longer become mysteries anymore. And you come to a place where it's like you're talking to the Lord face to face like a man. And I, I'm going to share some encounters about what's happened. I've had a, I have constantly encounters around the Lord's table. The Lord appears to me. He visits me. You're probably thinking that's pretty radical, Adam. He does. In the spirit, another dimension, not in the flesh. Because he's seated in heavenly places. But I step into a zone, into another dimension, which is actually a heavenly place where the Lord meets me. It's a secret place. And we can all inherit that. I'm no guru, but we can all inherit that through understanding our inheritance. And the ability to soak and come into the revelatory realm of who Jesus is and use your imagination. There's a lot of teaching in that, but I don't have time today. But if there's somebody here who has a short dream, and there's somebody here who has a dream short, a, a dream of someone's actually giving birth, but it's really, 
it's, it's not something in the spirit. You, I mean, it's not something in the natural, sorry, that you, you know, that you, you actually have a, a dream of being pregnant or also giving birth, but it's very short. Who is that here? A very short one. Someone laid it down there. You want to come up the front? Cool. There you go. There's constant pillar of fire that's always around me because I see it all the time. And it can be around you as well. It's the fire. The baptism is a fresh fire. And this woman's going to receive an impartation. I just want you to watch what happens. Do you like to share your dream? I've had a dream just the last couple of months where I'm pregnant and I'm having a baby. And about um, two weeks ago, God said, you're expecting, which I know it's not. Uh, natural birth, but um, uh, oh, oh, I guess I'm just praying, um, expecting God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's pretty straightforward. In the spirit, if you're having a dream that you're pregnant, some men can have dreams they're pregnant. <laughs> That's true. I've had guys have dreams that they're pregnant. But in the spirit, this is pretty basic and pretty natural uh, thing to work out. But it, it means that this woman's about to come into a promise. I mean, she has her promises already in the spirit. It's there. But there's a promise that's about to manifest. And there's an expectation. And she's about to give birth to her promise. That God's been promising some stuff. There's many promises that people have here Short-term promises, long-term promises. People are going to give birth to their promise. And that's through just, it's not by works. It's just by using your mouth and thanking God for your inheritance. It's not putting word curses. I'm going to share a little bit about that in a moment. But what I'm going to do is, if we can have a catcher. So, Father, right now we just prophesy into this woman of God, the promises of heaven right now. She's about to give birth in the spirit. Right now, she's given birth in the spirit. And the promises are yes and amen. There it is. Right now, we just... Oh, there it goes. Oh, hallelujah. And Father, we just decree right now that... Every promise is yes and amen, and we just release miracles, financial miracles as well. I'm getting that. This is a download. Lord, show me that the enemies tried to rip you off, and there's a, a poverty spirit trying to intimidate you. We're breaking that off right now. And that's what the promise is, is finance, breakthrough, debt-free. The angel of finance is here. We thank you, Lord God. And we thank you for the impartation right now. <laughs> in Jesus' name. What we're going to do, we'll probably do one more two dream interpretations later. Oh, my goodness. I say this all the time, but if, in case anybody's new here, I didn't spit on her. It's just... Uh, Jesus breathed on him in John 20. Oh. 
because I'm speaking doesn't mean that you don't have to be quiet, okay? If I, if I shut up, that means God's doing something. Oh. There's many people here who are pregnant in the spirit. There's people here who are pregnant. <laughs> and uh, I believe there's going to be some birthing taking place. There's three things that can shut down your promise, I believe. There's promises are there, it's ours, but there's three things that can shut it down. And that's fear. Word curses. And discouragement. Fear, discouragement, word curses can shut down your promise. There's some people here, I see it, and they're pregnant in the spirit. And there's an expectation. But there's three things that can shut it down. And I've been guilty of that. The Lord showed me. And that's fear, discouragement, and word curses. In Luke chapter 1, you don't have to look it up. I'm just going to... I've got a good memory of the scriptures because I listened to it. Zechariah was chosen by Lot to be in the temple and to burn incense at the altar. And him and his wife were expecting a child for years. His wife was barren, Elizabeth. And anyhow, Zechariah was in the temple and he was at the altar. And the angel of the Lord stood before Zechariah on the right side of the altar and he said, Zechariah, your wife Elizabeth, who is barren, is going to have a son. He's going to be great in the sight of the Lord. He's going to lead many out of the darkness, many in Israel out of the darkness and lead them into God, lead them back to the Lord God Almighty. And even in the womb, he's going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And you know, Zechariah, I, th I think this is quite amazing. Zechariah wasn't very happy about it. He wasn't, he wasn't full of joy. He was quite miserable, actually. Because he complained about it and he doubted to the angel because it wasn't on his watch. It didn't happen with his time because he was well along in years. And he said to the angel, how could this happen? I mean, I'm shocked. I would have gone, praise God. But he said, how could this happen? You know, my wife, Elizabeth, she's well along in years. And, you know, he had a little bit of a grumpy old man syndrome. 
don't be ridiculous. And you see the angel, the Lord spoke to him and said, You're gonna, we're going to shut your mouth. God's going to make you a mute until this comes to pass. I can imagine Zachariah sort of going, come on, this is ridiculous. My wife is well along in years. And the angel went, Poof. And nine months later, but he, uh, but he, uh, his name is John. Why did God shut his mouth? God shut his mouth because the mission was at risk for being aborted. Because Zechariah wasn't, wasn't very positive about it. He was, there was a chance he was going to speak death into the situation and abort the mission. There's another scripture in John chapter 5. where there was a cripple by the pool of Bethesda. There was a pool where an angel of healing would ascend in the sand, and when the waters were stirred, there was many. There's a multitude of lame people, blind, around the pool of Bethesda, and there was a crippled man there. And he was by the pool, and the Lord came up to him. A man came up to him, which is actually the Lord. It was God with skin on, and said to him, Do you want to get well? And again, this man sort of complained a bit. Well, you know, uh, no one sort of wants to help me into the pool. And, uh, you know, I've been like this for 38 years. And uh, it was actually negative. And he was only a few steps away from his promise. But, you know, God, with skin on, Jesus spoke life into that man's legs. You see, the sovereignty of God raised up that man. It was the sovereignty of God out of mercy. God spoke life into that man's leg and he was raised up and he walked home and took his mat. See, sometimes God does that out of his sovereignty. He'll just heal somebody. He'll heal unbelievers. They don't have to walk in the faith realm. God will just heal them in a meeting. And he'll heal young Christians just out of his sovereignty. Miracles will pop. I remember one Catherine Corman meeting. I was watching it where this unbeliever scientist came in and he had a completely deaf ear. His, his, uh, his ear was completely deaf. The nerves were even dead. And he came in and just out of God's mercy, his ears went, popped open. And Catherine Corman, you know how she is? Do you believe now? <laughs> yes, I believe. <laughs> and God, out of his mercy and out of his sovereignty, he'll do that. But God wants us to grow and mature spiritually. It says in Hebrews 6 that we move on from the basic elementary teachings of Christ and move into maturity and perfection. And God wants us to take dominion. And he wants us to grow in authority and start taking dominion and decreeing the promises of heaven and start prophesying ourselves 
and creative miracles coming out of our mouth. It's one thing we've got to do it out of his sovereignty, out of mercy, but he wants us to take responsibility and start walking in it. I mean, I changed my kids' nappies. My wife did most of it. But if my oldest son, who is 19, have to change his nappy, I won't be, I'll be fairly disappointed. But so what I'm trying to say is God wants us to grow into maturity. And it's not a works program. Please don't misunderstand. He wants us to start walking into the revelation, going deeper into the revelation, and for us to be equipped to start calling things that are not as though they are in heaven. Start prophesying to situations circumstances the power of God's spoken word is in your mouth the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead is in your mouth the power of God's spoken word spoke life to that man's legs the power of God's spoken word can blow water out of the sea and part the sea power of God's spoken word can blow a wig off a bald man and replace it with a full head of hair. The power of God's spoken word can bring life into a corpse. We've got to start speaking to our babies. We've got to start prophesying to our promises and start agreeing with heaven, having our vocabulary agreeing with heaven rather than speaking death. <laughs> I just want to share a testimony. You know, God actually, God uh, spoke to me 10 years ago and I've been doing itinerant ministry for 10 years and uh, we just come back from uh, Hong Kong and uh, Chris and I and, we and, and Todd and we saw amazing miracles with uh, we had uh, some of these elderly people, uh, it was about probably 150 or more elderly people got together and a lot of them, most of them were uh, unsaved, didn't really know the Lord and miracles popped. Cataracts disappearing, eyes opening and uh, there was a line up and there was about three of them, their eyes popped open, they could see and uh, out of that, a Chinese doctor came up to me afterwards and she was very curious and a bit freaked out, thinking, how do you know all these things? Because I was calling out situations and calling out people. And uh, I was sharing with her and she actually received an impartation. The five got, uh, went right through her and uh, she received Christ and became born again. Yeah, Jesus deserves a clap for that. Hallelujah. <laughs> but uh, I've seen many miracles and, and I've seen a lot of things all over the world. And God called me to go to the Philippines. And I believe that, you know, God was going to move in the Philippines. And this particular trip that I went with Todd, and we went onto the island of Negros. I've been all over the Philippines. I went to the island of Negros. And we had a great time. We had a feeding program where we fed about 500 children plus adults and we financed it and uh, we sailed throughout the island 
uh, with a, 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 we call it the gospel boat, which is a, like a homemade type of boat with no life jackets. And there's times where we got caught in typhoons and we got all sorts of trouble, but, uh, uh, but God's gracious and, and it's, all, it's awesome. I do it for the sake of the gospel and I love winning souls. Some people think that I'm just some dream interpreter, you know, like some dream freak just sitting around and just like a horoscope. But that's not what I'm all about. I'm into winning souls and getting people healed, delivered, born again. And um, what happened, we were on this island of Negros and we fed these children. We had an awesome time. We had about probably 600 decisions for Christ in this one meeting. And it was awesome. Everything was great. We are just on a spiritual high. <laughs> Hallelujah. Anyway, that night, I was doing a meeting, like a, a bigger meeting. And during the meeting, Todd comes up to me, sort of trying to get my attention. And, and I'm thinking, Todd is actually the pastor of Field of Dreams. I was involved with planting the church with him. And he, I thought, we've been ministering for years. And he's at the back doing like starbursts, you know. And, um, and I'm thinking, what, what's, you know, he's rude. I'm, I'm, I'm preaching a sermon here and this guy's, you know, he's quite rude. And then he comes up and he goes, I need to speak to you. I said, well, now? I'm in the middle of it. And he goes, we have a problem. Our feeding program that we did today, there are 40 children in hospital with severe food poisoning, some of them near death. And I thought, brilliant. And then I just thought, okay, well, at least, you know, we, just, we need to pray now. So we actually got into a Holy Ghost baptism meeting where the power of God poured out over the meeting. People got baptized. It was an upper room experience. People have never been baptized. The Holy Spirit got baptized, speaking in tongues. And then we just thought, right, what we're going to do now, we're going to prophesy into this situation. We told the people this is what's happened. The police are waiting outside. It felt a bit like Jake and Irwin, the Blues Brothers. You know, the police were waiting outside for us. <laughs> you, me, everybody. <laughs> anyway, what happened was, was they're waiting outside and we're thinking, okay, we're going to start praying. We prayed for about 40 minutes, started prophesying, agreeing with our promises, our inheritance, prophesying into the natural realm. Father, we Lord, we just thank you. These children are healed and they are completely delivered. We thank you for turning this situation around as a blessing in the name of Jesus. And we just got excited. And there was a fantastic time of just prophesying this into the point where it's almost like it already happened. That's what faith is. Believing it's already happened before it's actually broken out of the natural. And we just had a great time and then we came out and we're thinking, okay, the police are here. The pastor was freaking out. He was freaking out. Because in those places are barbaric and some of those places. I mean, can you imagine just in a reverse, just use your imagination here where, you know, some nice people from Christians from Afghanistan come here and they feed your children, they get poisoned in hospital, and you've been thinking, whoa, imagine that. But this is a, we do things differently around here. Over there, they don't. So it was a situation where the pastor was freaking out. When the pastors are freaking out, you know there's danger. It's not good. So we get there, we're driving along this convoy of police, we're in the van. We get to the town, and there was people everywhere, and I thought, I said, is there some sort of convention on in the town? No, brother. They are the families of the children. 
There was people everywhere. It turned out there was 200 children in hospital wiped out of our feeding program. 200 children wiped out, severe food poisoning, some of them near death. They actually couldn't fit them in the hospital. They had to lay them out on the footpath. So Todd and I were a little bit quiet. (laughs) There was people there with sticks, guns. They actually had their army there to control the crowd. That's how full on it was. And Todd was with me and we stop in the van and we're in the back and Todd goes, all right, Adam, I'm right behind you. You go first. (laughs) (laughs) He must have thought I was some big shield or something, you know. I mean, he's built like a a pipe cleaner and... um, I'm sort of, you know, he probably thought I was like the Terminator, you know. You know, while him behind me, you know. <laughs> Anyhow, we thought we'd at least speak to the, to the parents and speak to them before they do anything to us. Because they were, I'm serious, they were going to lynch us. They were going to lynch us and probably whatever, they could kill us, beat us to death. Anyway, we just said, at least let's pray for the children. So we go in the hospital absolute pandemonium in the hospital panic people running around children that are actually conscious were projecting vomit there was children lying there lined up with their eyes half open with the whites of their eyes their eyes rolled back there was death in that place it was terrible so we just started praying for these Todd and I all through the night praying for this for these children and then about an hour or two hours times later it was actually there was it went from pandemonium to excitement because what happened is these children as we're praying for them after about an hour were sitting upright and they were completely healed and as we're praying for them it started stirring and getting exciting and the parents were trying to pull us to put their hand on their kids it was that how they were actually fought. it was okay 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 it was like to the point of doing tom-toms you know and as we're praying for these kids the glory of god broke out in that hospital and they were lining up. As we're praying for the night, they were lining up, checking out of the hospital because they were completely healed. And all through the night, like even to three in the morning, I remember sort of going, because I was so tired. And then we went back because we couldn't do any more. We prayed for all of them, but we sort of went back and we had a sleep for a couple of hours and this next-door neighbor was usually in those countries that had the radio blasting at five in the morning. And uh, what they did, they were actually on the radio, they were talking about us. (laughs) They had the international, uh, sorry, they had the national media there. So what happens is we get up and we find out that we cleaned out the hospital with all the kids. They were healed. Right? (laughs) And what happened after that the mayor of the town summoned us and we went and spoke to them. We shared the gospel. We had the opportunity to pray for them. And then to cut a long story short, after that, the parents of the children found out that when they received Christ, they found out this God was a supernatural God. And we got an email afterwards that the little church of Lamuel, his name was, and he had a little church of about 50, was completely packed out and standing room only. They couldn't fit him in. And God was pouring out his spirit. See, we come to a situation 
when things went bad, we had a, there was, there was a decision. There was, you know, do we speak death into this or do we start agreeing with God? We, had, we were fearful. It can be discouraging. Can you imagine how you would have felt? We come to a point, a crossroads. Okay, are we going to speak? We're going to agree with heaven? Because what we do not see is more real than what we see, by the way. And I don't have enough time, but until you use your imagination, it's okay to use your imagination in line with the promises of God. Once you see it, and it's more real than you see with your natural eyes, you'll see miracles pop. That's what God's called us to do, to meditate on the Lord. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind. I want to give one more parallel of scriptures, then I'm going to get back into ministry. Because some people are going to give birth today. Sira Morocco Sika. Second Kings chapter 13. Now you don't have to turn to it. Just got to double check it though, because I only know all this by memory. I don't really like getting bogged down reading scriptures. So Second Kings chapter two. Uh, sorry, Second Kings chapter thirteen, verse seventeen onwards. Israel came to a place where it was in sin, turned away from the Lord, and because sin was in the country and they turned their hearts turned away from God, it gave an opening for the enemy to attack. Okay. Now, this is Old Testament, okay? Just keep this in mind. The king of Israel went to Elisha, the prophet of the nation, who was dying, by the way. He was sick. And as soon as the king of Israel saw, saw the prophet of the nation, he wept because he was discouraged because Syria was breathing down the neck about to take the nation Israel's fallen apart the wheels fell off and the prophet of the nation is dying so the king of Israel saw Elisha and he just wept he said my father my father oh the chariots and the horsemen of Israel and he starts crying and Elijah in his last sort of on his last breath he's saying to to uh the king of Israel, he says, come here. He said, Take this bow. And he gave this bow to the king of Israel. And he says, bow and arrow, take it and go to the east window and open the window. This is not a good time, Elisha. <laughs> Things aren't good here. What do you, what do you, he probably thought he was delusional. He goes, no, 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 no. Take the bow, go to the east side of the window and open up the window. This is a revelation. God showed me this. Right? I want you to listen carefully. So I, Elisha, sorry, the king of Israel gets the bow and an arrow and he goes to the east, the east window of the temple and Elijah says, now shoot an arrow towards Syria. Okay. Shoots an arrow. Now strike the ground. You see, 
this is not a revelation or this is not an interpret this is a revelation sorry but this is not an interpretation from from uh, a translation from hebrew right this is just a layer of revelation that god's shown me this there's a layer on top of this there's a mystery behind this and i believe elijah uh, wanted him to act out this mystery you see the temple or the door or uh, the, sorry the house or a building is you know, the temple of the holy spirit can be us okay window can be your spiritual eyes the east window, the right side of, your, of the window can be your spiritual eye, the right eye. can be a metaphor. I'm talking about this in metaphors. Okay? And arrows are words. And when you open up the window, opening up a window metaphorically means revelation. Okay? Shooting the arrow, a victory arrow against the enemy means prophesying through revelation. Open up your spiritual eyes in the revelatory realm. Start prophesying victory against the enemy. And then Elisha said, Now, strike the ground. He's thinking, what? Strike the ground. What are you talking about, Elisha? Strike the ground. So the king of Israel starts striking the ground. But he only does it three times. And he doesn't really hit it hard. He just sort of goes. Come on, Elijah, we've got to move on. And the Lord wasn't happy with, with the, the king of Israel because he didn't have faith. See, faith pleases God. The, Lord wasn't happy with the king of Israel because his heart wasn't in it. He didn't get it. He didn't understand. And you see, there is also a mystery in this. Okay? I want you to listen carefully and watch this. God wants us to get passionate out of revelation and start striking the ground and say, in the name, we're going to get the arrows and say, in the name of Jesus I break the curse of cancer off my mother. In the name of Jesus, I break a spirit of poverty off my family. In the name of Jesus, I prophesy revival in South Australia. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. See, what's actually happening in the spirit, and God showed me this personally, that heaven meets earth with victory arrows. Heaven meets earth prophesying to the, from the heaven to the earth. Heaven to the earth, victory arrows from heaven to earth. Thy will be done, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. So the reality is we already have the victory. It's already there. But the natural laws, a manifestation is... It has to bend its knee. It has to bow its knee and it has to bend. The natural laws bend when we start prophesying. It's called a manifestation in the natural. Am I making sense today? We're going to keep flowing on here in a minute. Just quickly, I just want to just share. We're going to give these... 
Uh, we're going to sell these books for $25 for two if you want to. Uh, they're $30 if you want to buy one, but we're just... So, sorry, I got it wrong. What was that, honey? Sorry, two for 50. Sorry, I made a mistake. <laughs> Everyone's running out the door. <laughs> they're, sorry, $30 as one, but they're two for 50. And uh, this is... Uh, this is now with Destiny Image, but this is exactly the same book as the Destiny Image book, except Patricia King has written a forward in it. And Destiny Image has released this throughout America. And uh, um, I just want to encourage you, there's, there's, uh, I think there's only about 40 here or something like that, I think. Probably 50. But I want to give this to this lady here. And uh, also, just quickly, if you want to have an understanding what it is to move in the dreams and visions. I'm not going to get bogged down with this. This is a, a conference we did at Jubilee in Sydney, and it gives you the whole teaching. These are multiple DVDs. Uh, there's a set of DVDs of how to operate in the seer realm, how to receive visions, how to understand visions and dreams and move into the seer realm. And uh, this is, these are $50 each, um, but it's worth getting. So I just want to just share that. And just quickly, too, who remembers Jesus wept on the back of buses? Anybody remember that? I'm actually the guy who did it, believe it or not. But uh, why did Jesus wept? He wept so that we can be laughing our heads off. <laughs> he took upon grief so that we can be completely in the joy. We, our inheritance is just walking in the complete joy of God. Now, these are just T-shirts. A lot of T-shirts we had left, but... We're just selling them for cost for $5 if you want to purchase some of those. Um, just want to share one more testimony before I start moving in the gifts because I'm gonna, we're just going to go back into it and there's, my whole strength of my ministry is, uh, is actually calling out people and, and moving in the gifts. But we had an awesome testimony. You hear about all these things overseas and uh, a lot of awesome things. I've seen miraculous miracles happen overseas. But before I went to Hong Kong, we sort of went to Hong Kong and we ministered in Rob Rufus' church and we saw some great things. But before I went to Hong Kong, I did a conference in Victor Harbour. I don't know if anybody was there or not. But... Um, what happened was I had a visitation from God and I often have this where I was saying before the Lord came to me and I eat with the Lord at the Lord's table and usually I see the Lord as a, he's a beautiful man, king of glory, had a crown, just jewels around his face. It was sort of a weird crown that came down, like jewels, unbelievable blue eyes, I've never seen such beautiful eyes in a man. And he, you know, often he, he talks to me, he gives me these weird sort of, I see some of this uh, cutlery and stuff like that, which I've never seen before. It's really bizarre stuff. That he, heavenly, um, you know, heavenly items. And, but one time I was in, this is, I was in Victor Harbour. And I always wait when Adrian does the teaching all through the day at our conference um, you know, I always soak all through the day and have these encounters. I get visions, words of knowledge, 
even get people's names. And what happened was I had this encounter where I was at the same table, but there was this powerful man at the end of the table. He looked, it was like I thought it was a very powerful angel. I thought it was an archangel or something like that. Extremely powerful. He had many angels around him, like multitudes, like an army. And I was speechless. I didn't really know what to say. I'm thinking, is this must be an angel. But he spoke to me and it went right through me. And it was like an audible voice in this vision. I could hear it with my natural ears. He said, I'm, I'm the commander of the Lord's host. I'm the Lord of hosts. And I'm thinking, okay, this is, a, this is God, the same type of manifestation of God that stood before Joshua with the drawn sword. He was a warrior. He was like a commander. And Jesus and God can, uh, God can manifest in different forms. And he was a warrior. He was a commander. And he said, he handed me this, it looked like a gravy float, but it was long had a gold, um, a gold stem to it, but it had a crystal gravy flow. It was really weird, and it was full of this wine. And he said, I want you to have a drink. This is, this is heavenly wine, and this is the wine of warfare. And when laughing breaks out, it also means that strongholds have fallen. Strongholds have completely smashed. And what's going to happen, I want you to impart to the people this heavenly wine it's a heavenly wine and darkness flees. Demons flee from their posts, completely terrified. And, they, and strongholds fall off of people, just, just fall off of people. I want you to give this wine. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I come out of this and we did an impartation in Victor Harbour, but I shared this on the Sunday at Field of Dreams right before we went to Hong Kong. And this woman came up to me and she said, my mother is in a coma and she's not saved. She's in a coma and I want you to pray for me. So I prayed for her and I give you this people going down in the power, laughing their heads off, drinking this heavenly wine. And I pray for this woman and I pray for her and I decree that all darkness has left her family because her mother was an atheist and she was in a coma and she was quite stressed about it. So we prayed for her and she said she literally felt darkness just leave her. When I said darkness is leaving your family, I decree this in the name of Jesus. It's a lying spirit. And she said she literally felt darkness leave and she went down laughing in the power. And I said, you're going to testify when I come back. Anyhow, what she has been doing prior to me praying for her, she was at stress. She started reading the Bible to her mother while she was in a coma. Started speaking life, talking about Jesus while she's in a coma. And what happens after that, when I prayed for her, things seemed to get worse. The parents prepared a funeral. We're preparing a funeral for her started getting worse. I started putting tape over her eyes. She was really shutting down. And they said, she's not going to come out of this. 
They'd done some tests. They're not sure what it was, but they said she's not going to come out of this. And what happened was a couple of days after I prayed for her, when we left, she thought, I'll come back and see my mum. And she came back into the into her room where she was staying in the hospital, her mother was sitting upright and she called her by her name. She called her by her name and she said she just started breaking down crying. She just started crying because her mother was completely restored and completely whole. And the doctors told her that she would never come out of that. She's gonna, they were preparing the funeral. She came out of it and what happened was that she was so emotional, this woman. She started sharing the gospel and saying, Look, Mom, what would have happened if you died? Do you know where you would have gone? And she said, Oh, I never ever thought about that because they were atheists. But what happened was she led her mother to Christ. She led her mother to Christ. That deserves a, a praise from the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I just want everybody to stand and we just start praying in the Holy Ghost. Just start praying in the Holy Spirit. Sira just take your inheritance just take your inheritance Sira mara ba 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 ma 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 the healing power of God is here. Your inheritance of is healing as well. Pillar of fire is here right now. The altar. Just keep flowing in this, but I'm going to call out some things. And when I call them out, I'm not going to pray for you afterwards. Okay? I cannot heal you. I'm just the postal worker that happens to be in partnership with Jesus Christ. Power of God is here. Jesus has already done it. And all you're doing is stepping into your fullness of your healing and your promises. 
There's a woman here has some kind of blood disorder, but her kidneys are not working, functioning properly. I'll get this visions before the meeting. I just want that person to put their hands up as we're flowing in this. Who is that? Just put your hands up high, whoever that person is. I want you to put your hands up because God is healing you right now. A woman here with a problem with the kidneys. I'm not going to pray for you afterwards. Okay, I'm not going to do it after the meeting. I'm just going to have a cup of coffee and relax. Because God is here right now. Who is that? Don't think that, oh, look, you know, that might be somebody else. The power of God is here. Your healing is already your inheritance. Just step into it. I know that I know. I'm not making this up. This is real. There's somebody here that needs healing in their kidneys. There's somebody here also when they were younger, somebody was trying to choke them and they almost died. There was like a choking. There was a, a, an attack on your life. And God is setting you free. A spirit of fear is breaking off you right now. I want that person to come up the front. There's some also, another woman here who was uh, born, who was prem, who was early, born early. They were, being a, they were a prem baby and they actually have allergies, like skin allergies and food allergies. I want that person to come up the front as well. Power of God is healing you. Thank you, Jesus. If we could just keep flowing with the keys, that'd be great. Thanks, honey. Father, we just thank you for the five heaven right now. Five heaven right now. Sora borobo sika. Sira morobo bomasuka. Sa borobo bobobosuka. Also got a name yesterday, a Jamie. Sira borom wanna pray for a Jamie. Sa borobo bosuka. Father, right now we just thank you for the power of heaven right now. You were born prem and you got food allergies and skin allergies. 
Father, we just thank you for revealing this right now. You revealed this today. Hallelujah. Do you believe that's the Holy Spirit bringing this up? I've never met you before, and the power of God is releasing whatever was already there, but is a manifestation of healing taking place right now over this woman. We break this curse. Satan, you're a liar. We're no longer bound by the curse of the law, and this woman's completely healed right now and delivered. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we break all lying spirits, and we thank you that she receives an inheritance, and it's easy right now. In Jesus' name. Father, we just thank you for the five heaven over Prue. <laughs> Prue's a, uh, she's a drunken glory freak. I love her. <laughs> uh, there's someone here also had an accident when they were younger, or something's happened where they had to. It's like a choking where they had to put a tube down their throat as well. When they were younger, they nearly died. But there's something there. It's like a trauma that's been over the back of their head. It's been hanging around. There's anxiety. It's like a fear that's come upon them. I've had sometimes regular visions of this. But I believe it's in this meeting. Somebody had to cut their throat when they were younger and put a tube down their throat for oxygen. I want that person to come up the front right now. God is setting you free. Anxiety is coming off you. And I'm not going to pray for your arteries. Just for the record, I'm not going to do it while I'm having a coffee or getting in the car. Because <laughs> it happens every time, but I'm not going to do it because God is the healer. It's not me. And you all know that, but people come to me thinking that I'm some guru. We all inherit this. Okay? We all inherit. And I'm just doing some demonstration of boldness today. Father, we just thank you that Spirit of fear breaking off a prue right now. That choking, that murdering spirit right now that blocks the airways right now. We just thank you that she's full of the Holy Spirit and she's moving in supernatural power. <laughs> in Jesus' name. <laughs> Father, we just thank you for the power of heaven breaking out over this woman right now. Oh, that's so strong. Right now, we're just changing the inheritance right now in the spirit. We're going to do a supernatural change right now that's going to actually manifest into the natural. What's already there, you're going to receive a fullness of God's inheritance and all the past bad memories and no longer exist right now. We just break all that lying spirit of intimidation right now. It's breaking off and rejection, rejection right now. And we just thank you for the five heaven. There it is. It's fire going right through you. Whoa. Oh, Father, just fill her right now with your fire. I just see you're a fireball and you actually got a really good preaching voice. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but I see you <laughs> preaching and it's loud. <laughs> and Father, I just think it's not just preaching as for the sake of it, but there's fire coming out of her mouth. Yeah, do it. Hallelujah. Fire. I've never met you before, but I saw you. I saw fire coming out of your mouth. And that's a metaphor of preaching. And it's not just physical loudness. It is physical loudness. You have a loud voice. But it's actually fire in the spirit. It's loudness in the spirit that breaks off yokes. Do you receive that? Silly question, but I have to ask that. I asked somebody once, do you want double portion of everything that I have? And the person went, No. 
So I have to ask that question because it's a big responsibility because to actually have, to move, we all inherit this, but to move in a supernatural realm, a lot of uglies come out of the nowhere. Religious spirits try and shut you down and try to question you, call you things like warlocks and things like that. Oh, <laughs> it's all good fun. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. God is healing ulcers in the mouth. Who's that person? Ulcers in the mouth. God is healing them. Don't be bashful. Just put your hands up. Some ulcers in the mouth. God is healing that person. Where, where, where is that person? Oh, you. <laughs> we need another catcher. There's somebody else here as well. Ulcers in the mouth. Just because we called out one person and they're getting prayer doesn't mean that uh, down the back there, Father, you put your hand up. Put both your hands up. Right now we prophesy divine order over this woman right now. Oh, there it is. I see a, a holy cascade pouring out. And there's a delivering angel right next to you. And I see that angel. And it's ushering in the Isaiah 61. It came to set the captives free as well. You've been set free right now. Right now, we just thank you for the five heavens coming upon her. We thank you for releasing her into a deeper revelation of a ministry. Oh, there it is. Stronger. Fire right now as well. I see fire coming upon her right now. We thank you for balls of fire. I'm just going to throw a ball of fire on her. It's all right, Chris. I'm coming back. Just get ready. Fasten your seatbelt. I'm going to throw a few of these things because they're real. There's impartation of the baptism of fire that changes lives. Okay, we're not talking, we're not playing games here. There's a baptism of fire. See, the, the receiving Christ is, is, is one thing and the grace of God's on our lives, but the baptism of fire empowers us to do the work and the will and it's out of, out of the revelation of Jesus Christ as well. But the baptism of fire empowers us to finish the destiny God's given us in the natural. Father, right now, just put your hands up and close your eyes. Just be receptive right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, we just release this. You're going to feel it hit you, but it's actually a wave of glory. Right now in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. There it is. It's all over her. <laughs> there it is. It's all over her. Just fire right now. Going, raining fire in the name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you for more, 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 more. We just thank you for bringing her into the understanding and the fullness of who you are. Oh, oh. I see you shedding skin. I see you just walking into a new realm of revelation. Father, we just thank you that a mouth is coming in the divine order right now. Lord, your word is confirming with signs and wonders. Your word is confirmed with signs and wonders. Okay. 
Okay, Chris, right now, Father, we just thank you for the fire of heaven on this man. We just break all yokes, Lord, that do not exist in the spirit. We thank you, Lord, of the naturals lining up with the spiritual realm right now. Oh, in Jesus' name. <laughs> Lord, we decree right now his mouth is completely restored. We decree it right now. The mouth is completely healed and restored in Jesus' name. Fire right through this man. Who's the person over here with a neck? Problem with a neck. Who is that? Do you want to put your hand up the back of the lady? Do you want to come up the front, please? The power of God's healing your neck as you come up the front. Father, we just thank you for the healing power of God over this woman right now. Oh, so strong. Also getting the name Gail. I want to pray for you. I want to pray about your family. And I want you to come at the front. This is actually the name, audible voice God gave me yesterday. Gail is going to be in this meeting. Father, we just thank you for the authority of Jesus going right through this woman. You're stepping fully into this woman. And the healing power of God is just breaking out over her body. And this curse is just going to dissolve away like wax before you because it doesn't exist. It's a lying spirit. (laughs) Take it right now. The neck. You're the one with the neck problem? Father, right now. There's a weight of glory about to come upon you right now as I'm speaking. And God wants you to be receptive. Just receive. Be open to what God is doing here. And God is healing your body right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord God. I break all rejection as well. Father, right now, we just thank you for the authority of heaven. God, is. I'm just going to remove off the back of your mind. This is the visions I'm downloads while I'm speaking to you. Someone's broken your heart and the past, but I'm talking about relationship. And uh, God is actually going to restore your heart. He's going to restore your heart, and that rejection's coming off. And I see that... Uh, Uh, A lot of lies have broken your heart. Oh, we're nearly finished, guys. If you need to go, go, but we're finishing up in a moment. And Father, we just thank you, Lord God, that um, the devastation of this relationship right now, you're you're just removing all bad memories. And Lord, just a revelation of Jesus being a true husband. Oh, and on top of that, as a fringe benefit, you're healing your neck. <laughs> it's already done <laughs> right now. And there's the power of God coming upon you. God is healing your broken heart. I see a brokenness. I see it coming together. It's in pieces, but God is actually healing it right now. And I could break off false accusations as well. A lot of lies of false accusations, slander because of this relationship is coming off you they slanders are breaking off right now and God's actually speaking life into you 
You're a child of God. Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, to give you a hope and a future. And no longer you can walk in this person's bitterness anymore. Straight away, you're coming out of it and the five heavens coming upon you. Oh, there it is. It's stronger. Oh. Oh. Now, I've never met you before. Does a lot of that make sense? 100%. I believe we haven't met. And the Holy Spirit's here because there's an angel here right now. And God is actually going to completely finish what he started in your life. And there is actually a massive turnaround. And I see even you writing down like a testimony, writing a book. I just see that. You're writing. I see God wants you to start writing stuff that he's showing you. And out of that, it's going to encourage a lot of young women right now. And Father, just put your hands up right now. An impartation. And I just thank you that everything that I have, I've never done this today, but I'm going to do this with you. Would you like me to impart everything that I have when it comes to the seer realm and the anointing double portion? Would you like that? God is actually going to release that right now. <laughs> Take it right now. There it is. Fire going right through. <laughs> That's so strong. Whoa. Whoa. Can I have one of the sisters here, please? One of the ministering team. That would be great. Whoa. You saw the fire? With my eyes closed. It's the pillar of fire. It's always at the altar. I'm actually, now you can have this, but I see it. I'm inside the actual eye of the pillar. And there's a portal of angels. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. They look quite funny. <laughs> oh, the power of heaven's here. Okay. Because when I had, a, when I heard the Gale, the name Gale, God is going to bring a miracle with one of her sons. Right, and it was so real. And uh, I saw your—I saw, I didn't see your face, but I saw your hair, and I saw, but I saw your son. And there's going to be like a, a power of agreement. Your son's going to going to get completely transformed. We're going to prophesy this in when it comes to salvation, the revelation of Jesus Christ. And there's going to be a power of agreement, and it's sort of like a reconciliation in that way. All right, and. God has heard your prayers and they already exist in heaven. The prayers have gone up like a scroll. I see it in the spirit. And um, God is saying to you that every promise is yes and amen. And your family, it's, it's, it's Acts chapter 16, verse 31. You and your whole household will be saved. Now, does that make sense? And you believe that, that the Holy Spirit's going to bring salvation to your family, but somehow your son, there's going to be such a miraculous coming upon your son, right, of miracles. And he's going to, be, it's going to turn around where he's going to understand what it is to be really walking into the true power of God, not religion anymore. And it's going to bring a reconciliation. Right? So, Father, oh, there's glory over you, Gail. Right now, it's the new covenant glory. 
It's stronger than the glory that was in the temple of New King Solomon. Oh, and the <laughs> where you cannot stand. Father, we just prophesy right into the core of Gail. Fire of God going right through her right now. There it is. There it is. And we thank you that right now her son, right now her children, but especially one particular son, I saw it in a vision that he's, you're going to put your word in his mouth, Jeremiah chapter 1, and through this there's reconciliation and you and your whole household will be saved. And because of your prayers, there's prayers going up, many prayers, multiple prayers, and I just thank you for a yes and amen. And I'm going to do an impartation because you're going to walk into another realm which is so strong and it's going to be easy anymore. There's no more grief it's just going to be easy. It's just going to be, you're going to be on top of it. And there's going to be a peace, and such a peace and contentment in your heart where they're going to notice a peace over your life right now. And I'm just going to impart also a seer realm. In fact, I'm going to anoint you with oil. I've got it on me. I've always come prepared. Father, right now, we just, there it is, on Gail. We just anoint her with the power of, oh, there it is, it's strong. Oh, right now, impartation of the seer realm, dreams, visions, trances, prophetic declarations coming out of her mouth. I thank you, Lord, everything that I have. She's a prophetess right now. We prophesy right now as a transference right now. There it is. It's fire going right on you. Whoa. (laughs) Right through her. Take it, take it, take it, take it. Oh, Jesus. Just stay there, honey. Just keep being in that place. The fire of God is here right now. Father, we just thank you. This young man, there's a fine young man here. There it is. The power of God's coming upon him right now with prophesy the neck. Is coming into divine order. The children belong to the kingdom. Uh, Lord, greater faith they have right now. We just thank you for the fire of God coming upon his neck, on his neck right now. We speak life to his neck right now. And we thank you for correction. The vertebrae is coming into divine order. There's fire on this man. Whew. And Lord, we thank you that his school situation as well. Father, we just thank you for giving him the ability, Lord, to make a stand for Jesus Christ. We break all influence of the world, peer pressure, and we exchange it with a full baptism of fire. And we thank you for the fire of heaven over this man. <laughs> Take it right now. It's going right through you. It's okay. Don't reject it. The power of God is on you right now. It's fire. The reason why you're standing back a bit is because the power of God's on you. And God wants you to be receptive because I see you as a mighty warrior, a mighty valor, I see you like a Joshua. Oh, how's your neck feeling? Just start moving around. Father, we just thank you for the power of heaven on this man's neck. Feeling any different? Feel good? Praise God. You just got to now 
thank the Lord for your healing for now. I don't ask for it. You thank for it. thank the Lord that, that you have your healing. All right, because the enemy can snatch it off you and try and put lying spirits because you already have it. Your inheritance, you already have it. It's already there. You just step into it and receive it. Okay, buddy. Bless you, mate. Oh, neck, hallelujah. Arthritis, God is healing arthritis. Who is it? Put your hands at the back there. There's someone at the back there with some arthritis. Can you put your hand? Yeah, can you come at the front, please? Power of God is going to heal you in the natural. As you keep coming in the front now, the fire of God's over you. It's getting stronger. Oh, stronger. Do you feel that? <laughs> stronger. Stronger. It's here right now. The fire of God is stronger right now. We break this curse, you lying spirit. We thank you, Lord God, that she, her inheritance is fullness, full healing. And Father, we decree this because I'm not saying this. You says you say it, and this woman is completely healed right now. <laughs> Take it right now. Oh. We'll just finish up with these people and then we'll call it a day. Oh, hallelujah. Father, we just thank you that a neck is coming in the divine order right now. How are you feeling? Wonderful. <laughs> we just agree with heaven. The finished work of the cross has finished this already. Is it that the pain there? Just, just keep doing what. Just keep doing it even more because God is finishing it. Hallelujah. Feeling better? A lot better. Father, we just break this curse of arthritis as well. We break it off this woman. She's no longer bound by this. Doesn't exist in heaven's reality. And we just thank you, Lord, that she's completely free. Right now, completely free. <coughs> right now, in Jesus' name, we just break off all lying spirits. And heaven, natural is lining up with the heavenly realms right now. Um. Oh, sorry, young man. Sorry. Okay. Father.
Lord, we thank you for the glory of heaven over this young man. Father, we break a curse of fear. And we thank you for the glory of heaven is so strong right now. There it is. There it is. There it is. You came to set the captives free. And this young man is completely free. Four. Four. Hallelujah. Your middle name is James. Is that right? Yeah. Father, we just thank you for the power of heaven is right over him right now. Sort of. Because we called out a James. Jamie or a James. Is there another James here? Because what I got was a James is going to be completely delivered. Now, something's happened in this boy, but I just got something where it might be someone who, who is your son that you want to stand the gap for. James is your son. He's not here. Yeah. It's okay. The power of God's coming upon you. And we're going to prophesy on the James. He's been here since he was a baby, but we're going to prophesy a greater level of glory over this young man. And he's going to be set free from the lying spirits of religion. And Lord, he's coming into the glory right now. We just decree that you're finishing what was started over James. You prophesied. You prophesied over him when he was a boy, many words. In fact, there was great promises spoken over James. But Father, we just thank you for finishing what you started and lying spirits are breaking off his mind right now and he's coming into the fullness of the understanding of God. Thank you guys for having me. Um, yeah, thank, thank you very much, Gary.